Hello and welcome to the formal review. Today, we will be looking at the 2020 film, Sonic, the Hedgehog. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the review. Hello everyone and welcome back to the formal review. This is season 3, episode 4, and I thank you all for tuning in once again. Now before I get started, I do want to preface this episode with a slight spoiler warning. As always, I will do my best not to complete ruin the movie for you. And, as I always say, I do suggest you see the film before you have to hear what I have to say about that to understand everything. But if you do not care about that, keep listening. Sonic the Hedgehog is an adventure comedy film based on the video game franchise published by Sega. The film is directed by Jeff Fowler in his feature directional debut and stars Ben Schwartz as the voice of the title character and Jim Carrey. It also co-stars James Marsden, Tika Sumter, Natasha Rothwell, Adam Polly, and Neil McDonald. After escaping with his life from his homeworld to Earth 10 years ago, Sonic starts to get lonely. His only interaction with humanity is watching people live their lives without having one of his own. After causing a power outage, the US government enlists Dr. Robotnik, played by Carey, to track down what caused it. Sonic tries to open a portal to escape to another world, but then he is shot with a tranquilizer gun by Tom Wachowski, played by Martin. This then makes him lose his rings because he opens a new portal to San Francisco and he drops his bags of rings through it. Tom realizes his error and helps Sonic track down all of his rings, all while being chased by Robotnik. So films based on video games have had this curse of sorts. The majority of them are not good in the traditional sense. They are really sometimes good because they're so bad or because they are really just cheesy. And one can love them for these reasons, but that does not make a very well-made film. And going into this, I was fairly worried about it because of the atrocity that they showed on the first trailer. And they did change that, but there was really no indication of how the story was. Luckily, this fan force change was not indicative of the film as a whole. And honestly, from start to finish, I had a big smile across my face. And if you love Sonic as a kid or as an adult, as I do, you'll adore this one. If you can see it in 40X, it is definitely worth the extra money. Every whoosh of Sonic's run will have the wind in your hair. The chairs will make you feel every explosion. The seats will move with the film's action, and it keeps this film extremely immersive. The script really does allow fun culture and celebrity references. It has a lot of humor for adults as well as children. So really anyone could have a good time at the cinema with this one. I think Paramount Pictures put some serious dedication toward making the characters' fans happy. They changed the look of Sonic when the fans complained about it without hesitation. Having a studio change their film based on the fans has never really been done before. This can be a good or a bad thing. It does allow for fans to get what they want, but it can also take away from the art of filmmaking. However, with a film like Sonic, this is definitely a good thing. I do not think that the comedy would have worked well with the prior quote-unquote real version of the hedgehog that they were going for. The comedy would have just felt really awkward, so making Sonic more animated and cartoonish made more sense to me. And as such, you honestly cannot take this film too seriously, because that's not really who Sonic was, and if you really expect it to be an overly serious movie and if you take it too seriously, you're going to be disappointed. This film really does feel similar to Detective Pikachu in a sense. I mean, with that film, would you take Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu seriously? Of course not. In this case, it's Ben Schwartz voicing Sonic. If you don't know who that is, he's mostly known for playing John Ralphio Saperstein on the television show Parks and Recreation. 
animation. Knowing that, you can predict exactly what type of film this is going to be. And he voices Sonic exactly how he should. Quick talking, but no nonsense. But again, knowing the John Ralphio character helps you kind of understand the type of acting that Schwartz does. It allows you to not take the film as seriously as you should. Sonic is kind of fairly ignorant of so-called human norms, but at the same time, that allows for some really hilarious moments. Though, unlike Dominic Toretto, who lives his life Sonic lives his life at really who knows how many miles at a time. I definitely know it's more than a quarter mile. And Schwartz does a really good good job with voicing this fast-talking hedgehog. In addition, Jim Carrey's role has him channeling Liar Liar, Bruce Almighty, and Ace Ventura comedy. And he's absolutely hilarious and really outshines Martin and even Sonic himself in every scene. All the other characters are fairly tolerable, as there's not really anything wrong with them, but they're fairly replaceable. Obviously, with a film like this, one could comb through it and find a lot of flaws. The plot is not the most original and it is fairly predictable. But the most thing that stuck out to me was that when Tom and Sonic are on the run, Tom is labeled as this domestic terrorist and the film shows him being on the news and then there's a parent manhunt for him. Yet he's able to walk into shops, bars, gas stations with no one really making a big deal about it. And this plot line doesn't really go anywhere and then at the end it's kind of treated as a weird joke. Pretty big plot hole. Not really sure what was going on with this storyline. Aside from that fairly giant plot hole, I had a great time watching this film. I would really put it on the same level as Detective Pikachu. It really does have heart, and though predictable, it is a fun-filled action-adventure movie. It really made me feel like a kid all over again. And this is definitely a film that one could bring their kids to for a matinee showing, but if you can, definitely see it in 40X. The effects, the comedy, and the outstanding performance of Jim Carrey is worth the extra press admission for it. Maybe not RPX or Dolby Cinema, because I don't think the sound is really needed to be at a high level, but I could be wrong. Without giving too much away, there are two credit scenes with the last being midway through that could allow for sequels, but either way, they're a fun little easter egg for any fan of the video games. Now what did you think of the film? Let me know. Hit me up on social media, the formal reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, the URL is all the same, at the formal review. Thank you all for tuning in once again, and I really appreciate y'all listening. I see the numbers and I'm really thankful for you all. If you never miss an episode, please subscribe to your favorite streaming service, the formal reviews on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and much, much more. And it's pretty much on any service that has podcasts. In addition, I always want to grow and improve, so please leave a review on your favorite service, and please feel free to also tell me what you want to hear and or a film you want me to review. I do this for you all, and I want to keep this entertaining. Each pair of ears that you give to this podcast allows me to continue. For those who have supported me on a financial basis, I really appreciate that you have supported me in that way. For those who want to give financial support, please go to anchor.fm forward slash the minus sign the minus sign formal minus sign review and click support this podcast. And really, any donation is appreciated. As with every episode, I do have music in the background. I do not own the rights to this music, but I do put it in the show to support each film's score. This is an important part of the film and can really bring the audience into the film's environment. This episode's music was from the Sonic the Hedgehog original motion picture score, composed by Tom Hulkenborg, released by Lala Records on February 14th, 2020. Thank you all for tuning in once again. Until next time, I'll see you at the movies. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Formal Review. We hope you'll join us again.